Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa alihi wa ashabihi wa jma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Guys, how are you guys doing today? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi How are you guys doing? Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are we talking about today? We're talking about the idea of seeking marriage. I mean, it's a topic that like every single time we bring it up, people seem to want to listen in. I guess they want like... Everybody has their own perspective on marriage. People got their own like cultural it's bias very, on very marriage. Subjective. Like, yeah, there's it's a very subjective topic. And I mean, like, because at the end of the day, um, like you get to choose your spouse, but you're doing so for the sake of Allah. You're doing so in a in a way that you will bring yourself ultimately closer to Allah. Like mm-hmm. you want this spouse to be um your spouse in Jannah as well. Why why do you think that? There's a difference between uh, when we say imratu and uh, azawaj. Yeah, like there's like, a difference between it, that. It, marriage in Islam is like you're a zawaj, you're a pair. And that's a very like lost nowadays, very unrespected title. Like marriage is very, un- like it's lost. Like if we're being honest, it's broken. The idea of a family having a marriage, um, having a wife that, and a wife and a husband that you can talk to without. It's like the value, the values yeah. that you're supposed to bring to each other. Like, obviously, men and women, we're not the same. Yes. Like, we we all know we're not the same. We're equal as human beings. No. As human we, beings, we are equal, but we we're not equity. the same. We have equity. We have equity. Yeah. Like, everybody brings something to the table. A man brings something to the table, and a woman brings something to the table. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed things that the man and women should be doing in, in terms of a marriage. Like, a man is supposed to provide. Like, like, the men are the caretakers of women. Yeah. Look. Basically, what you guys are saying is Islam says, look, men and women, not not one is supposed to be better than the other. But what when they come together, they can create something unlike anything else, it's right? Beautiful, yes. So That's like, you know, imagine like, you know, two two people, right? A man and a woman, they come together and they make they, they make a beautiful creation, like, you know, let's say a child, right? Mm-hmm. Or a beautiful home. Or, you know, things like this, right? They bring they bring values to other to um to other people around them, to, brings value to the community, brings value to the nations, right? Mm-hmm. And this is this is beautiful. This is how a marriage should be, and as well as zowage, like you guys should be paired, a pair. Exactly, you guys should be working with each other, not against each mm-hmm. other, right? And that's another thing. When seeking to get marriage, people have this idea that you have to be already substantiated. Like, why couldn't it be that a woman, like, say, if you're a man, a young man, aspiring, say, nineteen twenty, mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to wait to get married? No, you don't have to wait. What if your wife can help you? Support you. Sometimes you need that emotional support to get to where you're going. And Allah will provide for you. Yes, what you are saying is right. But look, you have to understand, right? Nowadays, sometimes the parents make it hard. Yeah. They don't want their kids to get married. Or they say you have to finish school first. Like systematically. Yeah, exactly. The system, you know, the system that we we grow up in, especially, you know, living here in America is very difficult to want to get married at a young age, right? Mm -hmm. Like, look, for example, right? Who, who in America really wants to get married, right? You know, everything is, you know, <laughs> against the husband. Yeah, I, I, it's yeah. So cold. like think about it systematically. Uh, it, we live in, um, like, even though it might not seem, seem like it, a feminist marriage-based society. The women, women, they're indoctrinated. Like, women have this power over men. Where at minimum, if they were to divorce, which is now encouraged in our society, which is, this is disliked in the eyes of Allah, if a woman were to divorce a man, at minimum, she will keep his money, half of his money, at minimum, which is crazy to think about. She'll take the children. She'll, she'll find another man who will also provide for her. And now the man is left in shambles paying money every month to a woman that he lost. And now he is by himself. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine? Without like, wh- who would want to get married in a society like this or a system like this? 
Allah has, Allah has made it very easy for us to get married. Mm-hmm. The Quran oh, and the Sunnah, if we, abide, if we abide by the Quran and the Sunnah, it is very easy to get married and it's also very easy to get a divorce. You know, it doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be painful. Like, no, I'm not saying like, as in like, it's not stressful and painful, like losing someone like you were just married to. But I'm yeah. talking about, it is, you know, it's not in the way that you just described. It's not right? complicated. Where, like, it's not complicated, right? It's very mm-hmm. simple. It's very easy. Right. Mm-hmm. So and another problem, even in our own Muslim community, right? We see girls or you know, their fathers, they're putting the dowries very high, right? Yeah. Like which is not the bridal know, gift. It's not it's not always necessary, right? Like look, for example, right? We have Mahad, right? You know, mm-hmm. the, the woman's dowry, gift. right? She can ask for whatever she wants. This Let's is her right. This, this is, is her right. This is her right, right? But don't get me wrong. But you have a difference between a woman. She knows that's her right, but you know, she's she's gonna respect the man because let's say the man is making 50k a year. She's not going to ask for a 50K dowry, right? Mm-hmm. If she's respectable to the man. But, you know, there are women who will do that. And if not, they'll ask for more than that because they'll be like, you know, a man will buy a house, but, you know, he can't spend 500K on you, right? Mm-hmm. But then again, like, you're not respecting the man's, you know, his pockets, right? You're, you're making his pockets hurt. You're going to make him go into debt over what? And <laughs> and you know what the problem is most of the time, right? The men, they'll pay for this dowry and the woman, she's not even fulfilling the husband's rights. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now and, and see it when when taking into consideration of marriage, especially to the young Muslims out there, you have to be taking this into consideration. You you now have a responsibility. This is well, this is a very big responsibility. Look, this part, partnership, this is what our our ummah, like our youth, especially like we have a skewed image of what marriage is supposed to look like. That's why a lot of people they romanticize the idea of marriage. It's not like they want to be married. They just want like that picture perfect, you know, social media filtered looking marriage. Yeah. They don't <laughs> want they don't want the the responsibility that comes with marriage. The fact that mm-hmm. you both have to care for each other. You both have to help each other get better on your dean. Like you have to. You're you're two human beings who are ultimately both trying to reach Jannah and both trying to help each other get there because a team is better than like uh, you by yourself. Solo. It's so, a commitment. Yeah. It's it's exactly it's a commitment you don't ever see people like uh, tr- uh talking about the responsibilities of being in uh, a married couple they talk about oh yeah i want to go on these vacations i want to travel yes. i want to i want to do this and this and this with my spouse and like you never hear them talking about what could go wrong the bad things that could happen like you have no idea the spouse you may choose might end up being one that's not right for you mm-hmm. like it might mm-hmm. be the difference between a, a, a zoj and uh, imrat like it, you you see that in the quran what what did they call um uh, the wife of Lut, they call her Imrat Lut. Like they don't call her uh, wife Lut because she died. She died upon the disbelievers. Yeah. She died with the disbelievers. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She wasn't his actual partner because she didn't. Uh, she didn't uh, follow what he said. She was. She was okay with exactly what he was um, preaching against. Like he was preaching against an action, and she was okay with that action. So it's like mm-hmm. you see. You see exactly what uh, the correlation between this. And going back to the woman and the men's right. So we we talked about the woman's rights to a dowry, right? Mm-hmm. Now let's say like, you know, and we talked about how a woman should respect that, right? Her her and the family, right? Like, especially if this is someone they're actually looking forward to get married to, not, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to run his pockets. But now let's go to the men's side, right? Like, you know, what she said before, Arujan, Kawamin, Al Nisa, right? Mm-hmm. The men are the maintainers and protectors of women, right? Mm-hmm. So when we think about that, right? We, let's say a woman's uh her his wife, right? Her, her dad is sick. She wants to go visit him. The husband has the right to tell her no. You know, you can't do that. Because, you know, he has the final say. But would a real respectable man really tell her no for no reason? Just because he has the power to? You see what I'm trying see, to say that, here? That, exactly. That's not a respectable man. He's not respecting his, his like his authority that Allah has given him. That's you, like and that's just in choosing. You're, a life, you're taking a, a advantage of that. Like this is exactly. this is an authority Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave you over your wife. But that it's not something to be abused. Does Allah abuse his power over you? Allah says <laughs> if he were to <laughs> if he were to uh, 
punish you as soon as you do a sin, there would be nothing left. Nothing yes. would be here. We'd all be dust. Like, so don't don't try to abuse your power as as a man or a woman over a man. It doesn't matter. Like, don't try to abuse the power that you are given. But, and if you you're know, merciful, it's gonna be merciful on you. Yeah. But see, I, a problem with this society is that the men they blame the women, the women they blame the men, the women they say that the men aren't men, and the men say the women aren't women. Like, oh, she's not gonna take care of me, this, that, or he doesn't have enough money for me. He, oh, he can't take care of me, or he can't handle it. Like, like, I would have been left. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you guys well, are just blaming each other. You guys are supposed to be in partnership, in agreement. It's not a battle to who, see who can outdo the other. Exactly. Look at look at the fitna that we're living in. We're living in an, in a society where men, they praise women for being half naked. And women, they praise men for being less men. Like, they they praise like men, men for, for femininity. Being, Dude. Yeah, for being feminine, for being less masculine. Like, for, we live in a for, feminist... Like yeah, they, 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 a feminist like, they, they like men who, who color their nails, who wear dresses. Like, you, you like these imitators of, like, uh, do imitators of women like this reminds me of the uh, something i saw on tiktok it was like some guy he was like uh men and men are made to be submissive and then girls were reacting to the video talking about some yeah you know slay you know i'll provide for the man i'll do this and that like i mean <laughs> i mean like, like dude you can't do nothing but laugh at but that. then you can't <laughs> you can't don't don't be in disappointment when things don't go your way the way that you, the way that uh you're imagining things like yeah you can try and all these things but you know it's just make belief it's just fairy tale right i'm not saying like you know there's not women out there who can't provide and you know protect right dude, like I, let's say like single the, like single mothers for yes, example right like, like dude they're sold like well hey they're, they're good like single mothers that they provide like i'm not saying what, that they can't do that but what i'm saying is in a Traditional marriage, an Islamic-based marriage, they, the men are the caretakers of women. I mean, that's not say, oh, the woman has to stay in the house. She can't have a job. She can't see sunlight. Like, no, this is this is messed up ideology. This is not Islam. This, this, that's, that's, not, that's not Islam. This is the picture the West paints. This, of yeah, that's what they paint. Like Khadija, she was a whole businesswoman. She was wealthy. She too. had the money. Yeah. Is she, but, she, but you know what she also was? She supported the Rasul She was the only one who had his back when he when Angel Jibreel came down. Yeah, she was the who, only who one. Who did he go to? He went to Khadija. Yeah, he went to Khadija. He told he said, "Cover me, cover me." And he kept um, he kept saying, "Like what? Like what happened? What's going on? Like what? Like what, like what is this?" And she comforted him. She gave him good tidings, saying, "Allah would not like like imagine this is, like imagine like a spouse like that. Well, dude, because look in today's society, people are like, "I want to marry her because she's beautiful. I want to marry her because of this." No, no, shut up. You're marrying her because of lust. That's not because you know yeah. you actually you actually like that's her. Only, that's only a portion of like a marriage is a commitment. Just if you do it out what, of lust, it dude, will end. In Islam, Islamically speaking, what are we supposed to find in marriage? Peace. Mm -hmm. This is, is that, is that something you can look at? Like, you know, if I look at a woman, can I just see peace in her? You like, you, you see what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to say? I like, see, like, I that, see, I like understand. brings the notion, like this, this brings the notion uh, that we were talking about um, when we said, oh yeah, people think that as soon as you sign those nikah papers, as soon as you guys are married, as soon as everything is halal, you complete half your deen. Like, no, half your deen is completed because, like we said, you you get closer to Allah uh, as a result of you being married. You lower your gaze. You're drawn to, uh, inclined towards good and towards the truth. You can start a like, family. Yeah, exactly. You start a family. You start, uh, you have children who, who, who pray for you. You children build a community. Who, yeah, you build a community of, of, like, more Islam. Like, you spread Islam throughout your family, throughout your... Uh, uh, your progeny, like that's what will complete half your deen. And the other half is you being fearful uh, of Allah, Allah. like yes. Yes. truly seeking fearful. His mercy and all this, like all of this together, that completes your deen. But you, just like anything you do in life, you have to work for it. marriage. Marriage is also a job. Like you have to work towards that. You have to work to uh, to per, uh, provide for your spouse, both of you, in a sense, for like your spirituality. Like you're not just gonna get better on your deen just because you signed those papers. Because like, remember what he said. Uh, 
like if you're in a haram relationship and if you guys make a halal, shaitan will leave. So then things uh, might turn bad. Perfect. Yeah, this is the perfect example here. The shaitan, right? He beautifies. He beautifies the whole the whole relationship. People think that, you know, the first six months, that's why, you know, they call it the honeymoon phase, right? They think like the first six months of them dating, everything is fine. But why after, you know, we make things halal or after a little while, why does everything just, you know, crumple and fall apart? Because look, you spent the whole entirety of your relationship being something that you're not. Imagine the first six months, they go out together. You know, they're going out together. She's looking her best 30 minutes into an hour, even the whole day. Sometimes, you know, beautifying herself, uh, practicing what she's going to say to him and, mm -hmm. and vice versa. The man, the man, the man is doing exactly the same thing. Right. But then once they actually get to know each other, you know, why does everything just fall apart? Because the shaitan makes these things beautiful. The, uh, the shaitan makes these things apparent. But what they want, once everything is halal, once everything is, is, is right, the shaitan leaves and then. What now, will happen? Now, now you see the, the reality. Left. You see the now reality. the reality is here. Well, and what are you going to do now? Yeah, that's like, that's, that's the thing like with, with haram relationships. Like they're, they're actually bad for you. They're not good for you. You have to seek to make it halal as soon as you can. And because to, to, to say to seek it, to make it halal, this is talking to the men. You have the responsibility of, the responsibility of doing this, of going and talking, speaking to her father, like or a mahram out of respect. This is, this is true dignity and a dignified way to approach a woman in Islam. You go and seek out a mahram. You speak with them. You then you can get to know this woman through their like with their permission. Their permission. Yeah, yes. because like haram don't relationships. Don't sneak around. Like yeah, don't because leave, haram leave relationships, man. It's literally with any type of sin from uh, from the most minor to the most major. It's a domino effect. As soon as you push that one domino, mm -hmm. the rest are gonna start falling. And that biggest one. What's that biggest one in a haram relationship? It's zina. Mm -hmm. And we know, there, but there's multiple types of zina. But we know we know the zina that we're talking about. This. This is a scary thought because you do not want to fall mm -hmm. into this type of sin because for one, once you fall into it, the level of regret that you will have after, especially if, you, and if you're someone who turns back to Allah, that level of regret, that's also from shaitan. Shaitan will not leave you. Even after you've repented for a sin, he will not leave you. you keep He's going to gonna make you think that it's too and big. Make you think, yeah, you're yeah. going gonna to start so thinking. So you're just going to fall into man, it. Man, I committed this sin. Man, Allah's never going to forgive me. Like All this type of stuff. Like, man, if only I could go back in time and I could uh, relieve myself, like never do that sin, never get with this girl or whatever. Like Shaitan will always try to come back to you, even if you're trying to do well for yourself. It's just that you're just trying to chase instant gratification because you're a little boy. You don't know how to go about things the right way. Yeah. And then you're going to feel that regret afterwards. Why you feel that regret? And it's Zina um, or premarital. It's a big immorality. Yeah. So it's such it's such an immorality. It's the reason why we see most of the problem. Like y'all not ready for that. Well, y'all are ready for that conversation. but Y'all not ready for that conversation. Such a big immorality and a reason. It's a... It's a reason for a lot of the problems we have in our world today. Yeah, because like it, it kind of like relieves you of your hum humanity if you think about it. Like if you're someone who had, you have for one, you have no hu humility within yourself to respect yourself, and you have no humility or respect towards the person, you, the people you do it with. Like if you're someone who wants to go around and keep doing dinner or whatever, then like you have no respect. Bro, just think about it like this, right? Like I'm not my non-Muslim teacher was talking about this. Like this is when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. She gave this example. Just imagine you're telling this this person I love you and this and that and like you know you're you know you're being intimate with them but wait you're like number seventy six like how is that gonna make them feel like no one wants to be with a person like that you you slept around you've done this and that like why would someone ever want to be with that especially a, a, a man looking at a woman like you, you hear this a lot you see, you hear men look at a woman's past and a and a woman looks at, at a man's future right no man is gonna want a girl like that right and if if he does he's just looking for the lust you know there in the beginning and then once he gets what he wants you know he's out of there and then you know then he's gonna try and settle down with the, with the woman. And you know she she's gonna be. And then it's also like it also brings in the fact 
why would I get married when I can just have the sexual gratification from anyone, anyone I want, the emotional support from anyone I want? Like, it, it also takes the love out of a marriage and love for a woman that you would endear for and care for for the rest of your life. I want to I wanna address a couple of points that are made in the Quran by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One being, you know how Allah says good men are for good women, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we when we take that verse as Muslims, we should not be thinking, okay, I'm a good person. I'm going to get a good spouse. Like that's not always the case because some people, they're they're good people. Like, but then they end up, up getting in, in maybe an abusive relationship or in like yeah. abusive marriage or they get in... Uh, or a man who gets in a marriage and the wife cheats on him or something like that. Like these are tests from Allah also. It's mm -hmm. like, but you you will be rewarded for that type of thing. Like don't always expect something because this is Allah you're talking about. Allah knows you don't. So you you can't expect something to uh, to go your way because Allah's plan may be different and Allah may avert uh, a crisis for you in doing that. Like, um, and also another verse, the, the fornicator for the fornicator. Mm -hmm. People seem to think that if someone has committed zina in their life, that okay, they're never they're only gonna marry someone who's committed zina, but that's not that's also not the case. That's the case for someone who's committed zina and they have not repented for it. Mm -hmm. See, if even someone, so, a lot of people might not know this. When you if you are a person who's committed zina and you have repented and you have uh, averted like you've asked Allah for forgiveness for your mistake, you don't say that when you want to actually when you want to get married. Yeah, you don't have you, to. You don't have to say yeah. that. You are not obliged to tell yeah, someone that you've committed not. zina. You, that's actually something you like. You theoretically, yeah, you can lie, but you can say Be no. Shameful, if they yeah. ask you, you could say no because you're not supposed to expose that type of sin. Yeah, well, and uh, like a lot of people don't know that. It's crazy. Yeah, and people, yeah, people really don't know that. And I, I always say like, um, for me, if that was to happen, I'd be like, no, I don't want to know because if I see that you know they're they're a good Muslim, like if this woman is a good Muslim, and I see that she's on her dean, I would there would be nothing that would oblige me to even ask that question. No, well, speaking, then, yeah, like I said, you would if you knew that about her. You would look at her worse. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was gonna ask you ask that question. Like, what if, what if you found out a woman that you were interested in had committed zina? What would you do? But I mean, you know, but you could see now by her character, she's doing better. Like, she's she's striving to be a better Muslim, just as we are every single day. Why is very subjective. But like, who, exactly. am, who am I? Who am I to tell you that you're a bad the, person and slander you? No, it's, see, the thing is, neither neither way would be wrong. If you were to say yes, then yeah. you're you're okay. But if you were to say no, you're still okay yeah. because that's it's your personal preference. It's a, it's a subjective thing. Like. Obviously, no matter if you were to find out about someone's past, you look at them differently. Especially Anybody, if, that if anyone were to know your with, deepest and darkest secrets, they'll look at you one hundred percent. Especially if uh, if that past doesn't line up with your standards. Mm -hmm. But see, we're we're not perfect either. Us as human beings, like only Allah knows exactly what we do when we're by ourselves mm -hmm. yes. or when we're in public or what, we're, what goes on in our mind, what goes on in our heart, all this type of stuff. Only Allah knows. So you wouldn't want to humiliate someone if you found out out about them, because mm -hmm. Allah will humiliate you. And he, he makes that evident to you. Like, if you humiliate someone, he will humiliate you. Just imagine, though. You humiliate this person, and a lot of times it's behind their back. And that's even worse than the zina. Yeah. That's, wor that's worse and than... And imagine, it's more common than the zina, too. People are out here backbiting this and that, this and that. And you, you don't even... <laughs> you don't even realize what you do. You don't even realize what you do. Yeah. But that's actually crazy. It's kind of arrogance uh, as well. Yeah. You, want, you want to talk bad about someone when you think... Just because the people don't know your deepest and darkest secrets, Allah will expose you. Who do you think you are? Bro. The when I uh, the khutbah I went to a couple weeks ago, I like it's crazy that you brought that up because I was just thinking about that. He said um, the imam from the khutbah he said backbiting and slander is a sin worse than uh, worse than, yeah worse than zina. And I was sitting there like, oh, like that's crazy. And and then he kept bringing up the the ayah from Surah Hujarah, like it's like eating the flesh of your brother. And then also the the hadith that uh, speaks about um, the punishment of the people who used to backbite and slander. And I was sitting there like. 
this is crazy. Like Allah, Allah hates these people. Like you're out here making a mockery of your brothers and sisters. These are humans just like you, even if they're not Muslim. These are humans just like you. They were they were in the womb of their mothers just like you. There's nothing that separates you and them right now. Yes, especially yes, you haven't you haven't gotten your kitab you yet. You haven't gotten your kitab yet. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is what is Allah saying surah haqqa? The people who get their, their kitab in the right or the left hand. Like you haven't gotten your like, kitab you haven't yet. Gotten your, like I think about it like this. Someone's still living. Why would you judge someone before they even finished their test? You gave them their grade? Who made you the judge all of a sudden? <laughs> no. Bro, exactly. Dude, look, listen, what can you do on a test? You can go back and you can erase your old answers it, it, and when, yeah, once you, you realize that it's wrong. Like, well, yeah, why? because we haven't turned in the test until we died. And all, all people, these people, they, all they do is have a mouth. They want to sit there and strut arrogantly as if they're not a human as, as well, as if they can't be destroyed, as if they can't fall in the same exact position as them, as if they're somewhat, somehow higher you know, than even going to be even more humiliating? They're talking about this person behind their back. Now imagine on the day of judgment when that person comes back to take your good deeds from you and you, you're left with nothing. How humiliated think, are you going to well, be well, on ju that day? Judge, judgment will come to I know, I know this this topic right now is a curveball, but it's huge because for one, I see it a lot, especially like uh, with people on social media. It's like this backbiting and this slander. People take this the the quote from Umar ibn al-Khattab saying, "Oh yeah, we judge by what is apparent," but what does that truly mean? People don't understand what that means. People think that oh, judge means oh yeah, um, yeah, you're out here speaking about Islam, but you're not you're not wearing a hijab, or Shaitan is confused, or uh, this and that. They're speaking bad about another Muslim. What are this we is your Muslim. To, what are we supposed to do in Islam? 70 excuses for our brother. Where is this? Where is this? You know, why yeah, are people that, quoting that? this? <laughs> people love to quote Umar ibn Khattab about this hadith. Like, you know, they like to take things to the next level. But, you know, where, where is this? Or how about the fact that in Islam, you're supposed to cover you're supposed to cover the sins of, of your brothers and sisters. And even the fact of your family members, like, especially your family members. You, you're supposed to... Supposed to give every reason why they're not a bad person, not the opposite. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sitting here looking at like people who who make comment on someone's post and say something bad. I'm sitting here like, man, why do you think you're better than them? Who told you you're better? Is it did your father tell you you're better? Because Allah tells you don't follow what your forefathers say. Like you follow what you what you uh, believe, and what you believe is what Allah has said and what the Prophet ﷺ did. That is what we we follow. And when in in any uh, detail of the prophet's uh, story, did you see that he did any of that? Yeah, did when you did see you that he see that uh, he spoke bad about anybody? Yeah, like, like subhanallah. He said, he said, uh, follow from the best of people. He's the best of people. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't, I, I really don't get it. And it's, um, it's a topic because, like, it, we, like, especially as men, we like to bring our women down for some reason. I see mostly men in comments of women on uh, apps like TikTok where they comment on a woman who's not wearing hijab and she makes herself know that she's a Muslim. And then they comment uh, these bad things about her and, like, they, they bring her down. Like, why, if you really want to be someone who's who's uplifting as a Muslim, why don't you encourage them? Be like, may Allah help you to... Uh, uh, adopt the hijab because obviously everybody knows that the hijab is mandatory. But it's mandatory no, upon women. Like, I'm, no, sure, no I'm, sure that the women that. I'm sure that the women know, but you antagonizing them and ridiculing them and trying to bring them down, like this is that this is like wallahi, in my opinion, this is my in my humble opinion, men are men deserve much of the blame for what is happening to our women today. Like of course they do. Think, think about how many fatherless homes there are. Where are, the, where are the men at? You know why? Because a lot of zina. Because a lot of zina. Because look, listen, the they men come, they, 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 come, just they sleep, they, around, they sleep they, around, and you know, they look at another woman. They this can't woman is dressed half naked. He starts mm -hmm. lusting after her. Then they, they move on to the next, and it's just a repeated they can't cycle. Even, they, can't even, they can't lower their eyes. They can't even control themselves. Think about how much, how much like, danger you're in, how limited you are, where you can't even put your eyes to the floor when you see a woman. Mm -hmm. Like, Could you imagine? Like, Men are much to blame for and this. If you, can't, if you can't even put your eyes to the floor... Like when looking at a woman because Allah told you and the Prophet told you, then 
How much humility do you have when you're looking at the forehead trying to prostrate to Allah, knowing that you can't keep your eyes down when you're looking at a woman? Or how about this? The fact in... Uh... What were you going to say? No, no, no. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. I'll throw me to ooh. But think about that. Allah, God, he's always watching you. He's always... You think you can get away with like just, just a glance here or there? Like in the Quran, it says, وَلَا تَقَرَبُ zina. Don't even like... Think about this. Like it doesn't say don't do it. It says don't go near it. So like, what is going near it? There's multiple it's forms. Starts, tell starts, us, tell us some of the forms. It of starts. With, it starts with the look. Zin of the mouth. Zin of the ears. Zin of the eyes. Yeah. The, the eyes. Zin of the uh, your touch, <laughs> the touch. The touch. And then the you know like the actual form of zina. Like those are all forms of zina. You know they're more they're more minor than zina, but they lead to the major. They lead form to it, and Allah. And the, 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 the thing don't is, go near it. one of the things of, uh, about that is like yes, you can always repent. You're always going to repent. But the thing about repentance. You have is to actually you write. have to avert yourself from that sin. Like you have to, you repent for the sin, and that means you have to actively try to stay away from it. It's like if you actively try to stay away from it, and then you fall into it, Allah will keep uh, forgiving you because He's made that evident. If you keep falling into a sin out of weakness, you you keep being forgiven, especially if this you is out of human it. weakness, not yeah. arrogance. Yeah, not don't think, out don't of think, arrogance. Oh, Allah will forgive me. Don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. Don't, don't yeah. worry, short. Like I, I, don't <laughs> think. Don't think. Oh yeah, I'm gonna like uh, your friend tells you. Oh yeah, look at that girl over there, and you look at her. And you're like, and you go repent for it. Then the next time it happens again, you look at it, even though you know. With zero remorse. Yeah, like, zero. Like, yeah, come on, Exactly. Man. Zero thought of the fact that Allah is watching you. But right. hold on. You know what's so crazy about a lot of these men that do this? If I was to be like, what if someone was to do that to your sister? Oh, I'll kill them. <laughs> but look at you. Like, okay. You're being I'll, a hypocrite. Like, am, yeah. could you, for the men out there who have sisters and mothers and aunties, like, <laughs> your mahara, like, how would you feel if you knew other men were staring at them like this? Do you have no like protective like uh, uh Rita? You have no, yeah, no Rita. like you don't feel angry towards the men who would want to do your like the donkeys that would want to look at your woman like this? Could you like, Let, all right, and let's let's transition this. Let's address the parents to make the solution to all of this hard. The the parents who are very picky for their daughters or or their or their their Mom sons is not respectable. <laughs> like, well, look, like, yeah, look, there's and, like we, ones who force people into we're marriage. Losing, like, yeah, we're the, losing like, the middle ground right now. Like. What did he say? We take the middle path, right? See, some parents, they, they force things upon their, their children. And some parents, extremes. they do nothing. Some yeah. parents, they're, they're lacking. Like, bro, you, you forgot that your children are also a means of you entering Jannah. Like, there are so many means for you entering Jannah. Like, as um, for your children, uh, no, for as a child, like me as a child, my mother is part of the reason I can make it to Jannah. Like, if I don't please my mother, I, Even I might, a, I might a not father, make it to Jannah. A, a father's daughter is one of the reasons he can, like, yeah. what's one of the most blessed things for a father is to have a daughter. Is to have a daughter. Because like you have to instill that like protective jealousy over her, just like you do it over over your wife. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, there's no way in my life I could even imagine like having uh, having a daughter who is lacking because I'm I'm lacking. Like, I I can't see that happening. Mm -hmm. I see it, I see it everywhere. Like, I understand, man. People, uh, they everybody has their own outlook on like the hijab or whatever. I don't. I know exactly what I want for, for if I if I were to have a daughter, if I have my sister, if I have my mom, like because. I know I'm not going to be uh, tried on the day of judgment for this because you you will be tried if you were to see a wrongdoing and you weren't to speak up about it, especially mm -hmm. in your family. Like mm -hmm. you, you only get one family out of everything that you are given in this world. You get one family. Mm -hmm. You get one set of parents. You don't get another set of parents. Your parents in general are going to be the same parents you have here. Mm -hmm. Like, but here's the thing. You talk a lot about family values and Islam values family values very highly, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like right after Allah is, you know, to respect your parents and, you know, your family, right? Mm -hmm. So look, think about this. What is the thing that shaitan is happy about? Divorce. Divorce, Divorce is it haram? 
And hard. that's one but of the most. It's, it's not hard. It's not even hard. But look, listen. Here's the thing about it. Divorce. When you when you separate when you separate a couple when you separate a mother mother and a father from their children especially now what you create a chaos in the family then you create chaos in the community then the community cre- creates chaos in the nation and then the nation creates chaos in the whole world and now it's chaos and now look look, look at the tricks of the shaitan and then from that we get <laughs> you know broken homes lost alcoholics alcoholics drug addicts homeless people, people homeless people female promiscuity they think they have to go and find themselves after they lost their love people like, who people who turn to everything but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whenever they they go, gone through something of this magnitude because divorce is huge it's man. huge well like this is also another reason why you should you should try to stay away from haram relationships it's you imagine you love this girl so much for years and years and years on end and then you guys end up splitting apart just because it was haram Allah didn't want that for you like you would go through like you can go through what's called actually like a mini depression yeah, like that, like it, it's it, that's why we're talking. It's a serious topic. We actually have to talk yeah. about because you can really be messed up with that one decision that you made to stay with that woman, um, in a forbidden manner. Could mess up your life for the rest. Of, you can become depressed, start drinking alcohol, turn to other than Allah. Like you've lost yourself. You lost your sense of religion, of humanity. You lost your sense of family. You don't trust anyone anymore. Like th- just from that one decision, you you realize how crazy that is. Like yeah. a domino effect. Here, here's the thing I want to talk about: female promiscuity. What do a lot of people have to say in Islam is the idea of polygamy, right? Mm -hmm. People have such a problem with polygamy. But then again, what do you do with, let's say, a lot of divorced women or widows? You just let them go and fall into promiscuity? Like, is is this the solution? Because this is exactly what's going on today. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of women, they can't find a spouse. They fall into promiscuity. They, they, you know, they yes. start going to strip clubs. They start selling their bodies. They start making mm-hmm. OnlyFans, this and that. Like, they're, nothing is respectable about them anymore, right? Because, you know, I, you know, they need to provide for themselves or whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. They, want to, they want to fill this void that they, you know, with whatever they can fill it with. And the same thing with the man. Why do men always cheat on women? Why do, why do men cheat way more than women? Because men are, are created in a certain nature. way. Well, they're polygamous by nature, right? But why, why is it that a lot of people have a, such a problem with, you polygamy? know, polygamy? Well, people. Uh, well, well, because it's, people have a problem with just, anything right now. Right? Yeah, they have a problem. Dude, they, have, they have a problem. With no, but like, just, in God. Just, 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 just think about it. You're talking about promiscuity, right? But when you take out polygamy, when you're, you're, just, you're just left with promiscuity. Are you asking me like, why do people have a problem with polygamy? Yes. Well, first, well, it's the system. Well, why it's systematic? You men aren't seen to prevail. Like, like the system doesn't want men to be men anymore. And even so, like they want the they want the women to be independent and by themselves. Like even like think about it now. You're from the moment you're. But then born, again, they're not going to be independent by themselves. Like I said, they're going to fall into these types of things. And what? Like, even think about it. From the moment you're born, you're institutionalized. You're thrown into a hospital. They take your measurement. They take your data. They, th- yep. they throw you into a school, and now you, you can't. You're, <laughs> now you're now your you're, 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 you're subject to school because why? Because your mom is an independent woman. She can't take care of you. Your father. Who knows where he is? And then, like, well, it's, the system, it's, it's a we're, systematic. We're, we're I don't. I truly believe the same exact things. I truly believe it's not men and women's fault, like sub, like objectively, like it's just them too, like um, like a men and women's fault. I believe it is systematically the world has failed. We don't have like well, the, again, the world needs we Islam. Have, we have the Quran and the Sunnah, but people are wanting to be so oblivious to it. They want to be so oblivious to it. They want to find everything but Islam. Because think about it. What's the better alternative? The marriage system in the West or the marriage system in Islam? The marriage system in Islam. Think about how many... The, he, the, the, the birth rates for Muslim families is 
higher than any other Here's burger. Here's the thing. I wanted to touch up on, and especially here. Well, look at the divorce rates here in America. Very, very high. Mm-hmm. Like, but then again, what is what is the issue? It's not the idea of marriage. It's the way people are going about it. You you are not doing a, you know an Islamic marriage. You're not following by the Quran and the Sunnah. Don't be disappointed when your marriage is falling apart yes. and you, and people. You guys, you guys are ending up getting married both in your 40s. She's thinking about the time she had with number 32. You're thinking about the time you had with number 54. And exactly. now you get like your marriage is just, it's just broken. There's no specialty in it. Like you, you guys are both, you guys ran the game before. Like imagine getting into, imagine getting into that many relationships. Like your heart is like dead at that point. Like what lies with Dude, feel bad. See, but also think about people who get divorced and then they also find like that second spouse is like the one. That's the one for them. Mm-hmm. Like, the, but see, it's not like you'll be thinking about the other spouse. You'll be you've learned. You've learned like, because you've went through it the right way, but it just didn't work out. And that's that's, and that's, a, that's okay. a real yeah, lesson. Like, that's a like, real that's lesson. Okay. That's like okay, I understand what went wrong here. Now the next time I find like love, and I'm, the difference between gonna, that is Satan, Satan. He was. Uh, he oh, wasn't how about this? Allah says to the Prophet if he was to get rid of all of his wives. He would replace them with women who have already been in marriages before. He didn't say virgins. Mm-hmm. What's what's the value in that, right? Imagine, you know, people out here slandering divorced women, like. But even even the sunnah that, is like, to marry the widowed. The exactly, like, yeah. this is the sunnah. This but I'm the talking about exactly why, like, people look down upon divorced women so much, like they think it's disgusting. There's and this no and problem that. with this. No, there's no problem. Would you guys marry a divorced woman? Yeah. Yeah, me I too. I would even take one as a second wife. Okay, would you guys would you guys marry a a woman who hasn't adopted hijab yet? That's that's subjective. So look, listen. But when it comes you, when it comes to when it comes to let's say a woman, is she trying or like she just she says no? Well, it depends. Like she, you, the time you met her, she's not wearing it yet. Inshallah. Yes. Because you like you think that she'd adopted by the time you're married. Because that's my thing. My thing is if... Okay, Here's the if thing. I see my job her, is to convey the message. Yeah, like, my thing is if she doesn't wear at the time that I meet her, okay. But if she if she doesn't plan to wear it by the time we're married, then I'm going to be like, no, I can't. Because, okay. look, I have to have some khira for you, and I can't be a day youth. I, if I... If you're not... If I request that you wear hijab when we're married and you don't, then I have the right to divorce you. Like, said right there. I have the right not to marry. Look, exactly. hold on first. Here, I'm going to give you my answer. But allow me to explain. No, I would not marry a woman who has not adopted hijab. Now, my reasoning for it is, if she has her, if her father, given that her father is alive and well, given that her mother, she has brothers, I am joining two families together. And I don't want to join my family with men, with her, her mahrams, who haven't, like, even had the leader or tried, or at least tried, this is objective, like, I'm saying maybe they haven't tried, to... Tell her to adopt the hijab. Like these are the type of people I'm going up to and talking to. Like yeah, and it doesn't. He doesn't mean forcing them. He means like I'm the mahrams need to be like have to have at least like let her know like you, sense. Yes, the, uh, you know what the Quran so kind of says. The message. Like any any woman who doesn't know what the Quran says, then you're not you're not like, doing your job. I'm joining as a my family with my with her family, and yeah. I just we're creating new bonds, connections with each other. I just want my bonds and connections to be with people who would have a sense to encourage we'll their women. Some sense. Whoever, um, who have men who have some sense to encourage their women to adapt. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. This is given all on this subjective basis. Maybe maybe she doesn't have a father. Maybe her father has died. Maybe her father is not with her. and Or her brothers, like she doesn't have any male role. Like 
Maybe the, all this, all this considering, it, yes, it, I will. It, it all depends. It all depends. It's depends. subjective. That's what I said at the beginning. But that's my answer to the question ultimately. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like I never looked down on someone like that because for one, you're I'm not in your family. I don't know what's going on in your life. Like mm-hmm. I can only speak for the women in my family for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I, if if they if they were going through that, then I I'd, I'd have that conversation with them because I'm looking at it like. Bro, I know exactly what men do when I leave this house. I know what men do to women who are not covered up. Before and I'm not going to ha- I'm not going to have that with my with my sister or my mother. Like I'm that's not going to happen. I'm not going to have that with my cousin. Like I don't need none of that. I don't need that with my aunt. Like anybody in my family who's close to me, who's directly related to me, I don't need that. Any woman. Like it's not going to work for me because I'm going to be looking there like I know exactly what these men are doing when we leave the house. Because I am a man and I know exactly what men are inclined to. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to be stupid. I'm not going to be blind. Like I know exactly what Shaitan is trying to do. And I know exactly where we live in America. There's Shaitans everywhere. There's there's like so, these jinns they're a, everywhere it's a uh, higher spreading fitness. Yeah, it's exactly. A higher responsibility for us. And we we can't make it difficult uh upon them. Like we can't force them up into it. But you know you could encourage speak to them, them about, encourage yes, them encourage them especially for After. especially for these men who are out here on social media uh like trying to give these fatwas to to women, talking about uh, you need to start wearing hijab or shaitan is confused about what you're doing or whatever. Doing that, that's that that's a sin upon you as well because you're you're trying to drive them away. Indeed, some assumption is a sin. Like you may say something about someone, but they may be better than you. You have no idea. Just because they may not uh, uh, be wearing hijab doesn't mean they might not be better than you. You have no idea, bro. Like, and I mean that with the utmost respect for anybody because. I, I have no idea. This is why I try to I like I try to be very selective with the words that I try to give, especially if I'm out here trying to uh, advise someone. If I'm gonna say something, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna make a dua. That's it, because that's the easiest way to do it. That's me letting you know, like I see exactly what's going on. You may be struggling. That's with the most you can do for them. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say a prayer for you. That's it. Like I'm not gonna slander you. I'm not gonna backbite you. I'm not gonna speak bad about you. I'm not gonna uh, do any of that because. I know if that were to be the same situation for me, I wouldn't feel right. I'd feel like my own Muslim brothers and sisters are out here trying to, like, out to get me. Because I know, uh, I know these kufar, they don't care about none of that. They don't care how someone is dressed. Like, but my if own anything, Muslim they, brothers they and sisters, they less. care about that. Like, like, anything, yeah, they want you to take it exactly, off. Exactly. Like, like, don't, don't try to encourage someone um, in a, like, to do bad by ultimately advising them the wrong way. But yeah, with that being said, that's closing out this entire episode. Speaking about uh, merits and... Uh, like something just some, the overall subject the overall subject of like not finished this is just scratching the tip of the iceberg yeah, this, this, we'll, this be we'll be back we'll be back like there, there is more that we could say but no the episode would go too long and I don't want that but you know with that being said assalamu alaikum warahmatullah assalamu alaikum warahmatullah just want to let you guys know we're not uh, we're not scholars still students of knowledge and make sure you guys like this share this with your families your friends and families, you know, you don't know whose life you can change by them hearing our message, right? Calling to the message of Islam, alhamdulillah, the da'wah is expanding. That being said, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.